from the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey and Daytona Beach, Florida. This is Teeing Up presents the Sunday Sprint Week 5 of the National Football League season. Look, it's a football Sunday as we welcome in Mr. Morrow. How are we? I'm doing well. Those are the best kind of Sundays. Uh, do you know that today's uh, Broncos-Packers game, um, sorry, the Dallas Cowboy-Broncos, uh, Dallas Cowboy-Packer game, oy, will make history. It's a history-making football game. Why is that? There will be two sky cams. Huh. Well, I look forward to uh, checking that out. Are, are you ready to enjoy this moment that will resonate in television history for centuries? I can't wait. I hope that we're able to capture two different angles from up above of uh, Aaron Rodgers disappointed in a losing effort. <laughs> All right, so I, I guess let's get to this game first since you dovetailed into it nicely. Um, you really believe that this Cowboy team is about to rise up, be better, and beat the, the Packers? I think they certainly could, and I certainly will be uh, pulling for them. You know, the Packers, teams are calling the Packers the best in the NFC. Maybe that's the case, but if so, I, I don't think the NFC is all that great right now, or it's a little uh, muddled at, at this point. Because um, the Packers, you know, week one, they beat the Seahawks, and I don't think that was a very impressive game for either team. Uh, they lost to the Falcons. Uh, they barely squeaked by the terrible Bengals, really, again, that they probably should have lost at home. And then they beat up on the Bears last week, which I thought would be more competitive, but they are the Bears. Uh, but the Packers, they're a 500 team on the road over the last uh, four years. You know, they're, they're a much different team away from Lambeau Field. They don't, they still don't have a run game, plus throwing all the injuries to the running back position. Uh, the defense I'm still not sold on. As I always say, I mean, this team just operates with Aaron Rodgers. That's really uh, all they have, and he's enough to, to win them games nearly week in and week out. But, you know, the Cowboys are the home team. Uh, Dallas, I don't think they're as good as last year, but they're still a talented team, and I think they uh, can certainly beat Green Bay at home. Or, yeah, beat Green Bay at home because they can get after the quarterback as well. And uh, with the no threat of a run game, they should be able to to uh, unleash uh, the dogs after Rodgers. Um, we've talked a lot about this Dallas offensive line not being well. Dak and 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 Zeke, and especially Zeke, not running as efficiently. Uh, do you think this Packer defense, which has been porous at times this year, is the, is what Dallas needs at this time? It certainly can be. Um, it could help. And uh, just being at home, big game, you know, they they, uh, they they they've got to come out and perform. The problem, I guess, is that the Packers will uh, they've had extra time to prepare um, and get ready for that offense. But for the Cowboys, you know, I don't know if it's so much a, a sophomore slump. I think for one, you have more. Um, Performances on tape, these guys aren't new anymore. Everything that they've done is out there now, and defense can scheme against them. And I also think that they, they struggle uh, from not having a downfield threat because Des Bryant is not that anymore. Um, and so Dak really doesn't have anyone to throw downfield, and then you can kind of stack the box and play both against that short pass game that they go with and also uh, against the run. So I think they need to find a way to kind of blow that top off the defense, and maybe they find that against the Packers. Do you think that um, the AFC, the the NFC North is, and and this is gonna move nicely to the Monday night game, uh, featuring your Vikings and the Bears and, and Mitchell Trubisky's first NFL start. Do you, do you think it's wide open? 
I do. I mean, the Lions and the Packers are both 3-1. and one. They're off to good starts, but when I look at them, and maybe I'm looking at them through biased uh, lenses, but, um, you know, I'm still not impressed. As I said with the Packers, when you look at the Lions, I mean, last week, if Sam Bradford's playing in that game for Minnesota, that should be an easy win. Uh, the Vikings only managed seven points at home, uh, and the Lions somehow won that game. Uh, if you watched it, I mean, those uh, those are two teams looking like they neither one wanted to win. Um, and unfortunately, with the case Keenum was the quarterback for the Vikings, and Minnesota couldn't take advantage. But uh, I'm still not impressed with the Lions. They got a big matchup today as well. So I do think it's wide open. Uh, for Minnesota, it depends when Sam Bradford uh, gets back. Maybe that's tomorrow. He's questionable. But I think it is a, a three-team race, and they're um, all going through a stretch here where they play each other here over the next year. They're still in the middle of playing each other in these uh, few weeks. And so this could go a long way to create separation for one of the teams. As a as the biggest NFC North fan I, I, I know, you've obviously broken down every film available on Mitchell Trubisky. What have you seen? I like Trubisky. I liked him when he was in college. I was not surprised by the Bears drafting him that high. What I was surprised about was how much they gave up last year at UNC. I, I really liked him a lot, especially in the bowl game. I remember watching him on New Year's Eve, and I was more fascinated with him on the TV at the bar where I was as opposed to you know, the ball dropping next on the TV next next door. Um, he, he's fun to watch. He can't teach that arm strength. And what I'm sure the Bears will like is for a young quarterback, he's very athletic. And so that allows him, or hopefully will allow him to escape some trouble in the pocket and to be able to do different things by moving that pocket for him. The one knack or the one uh, point of um, fear, if you will, for Trubisky is that he's just inexperienced. I mean, he only played, I think, 13 games in college and now starting in his fifth week in the NFL. So, there may be quite a learning curve, but I think he has the attributes to become a good quarterback, and hopefully the Vikings can rattle him in his debut tomorrow. Would you like to apologize formally on Worldwide Streaming Radio to the people you were with on New Year's Eve for not paying attention to them? No, that's okay. I was, the game was far more interesting. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Fighting words about the people you were with. <laughs> wow, look at that. Um your, your your Vikes could have Bradford back, as you said. Uh, how would you assess where they are right now? I think they're still in a good spot, but they need to win this game. Uh, you got the Packers coming in next week, and if Bradford can't play tomorrow, the thought is that he will finally return next week. So if you can win tomorrow, find a way to beat the Packers next week at home, suddenly you're looking at a 4-2 and two record, and you could very well be in first place at that point with your starting quarterback back. So, but they have to find a way to win tomorrow night, whether that's with Keenum, or Bradford, the Vikings are 2-15, and 15, I think it is, the last 17 years in Chicago. They can never win there, no matter how bad the Bears teams are. They got embarrassed on Monday Night Football last year in a similar situation. So uh, they're going to have to find a way to win with whatever quarterback they shot out there because no matter who's behind center, this Minnesota team is still so much better than the Bears. Uh, this is a game on the schedule that you circle as a W. Um, Lions, Panthers, obviously Cam Newton's been in the news off the field. Um, this week with the comments to the female reporter that got him in hot water. A, do you think that affects him on the field? And B, uh, looking at this game, um, look, the Lions that I saw in the preseason dominated the Jets, but the Jets were atrocious. Uh, At that point, I wouldn't read anything into that. Um, A, What's your take on the Lions right now? And B, do you think Cam's problems seep into the, on the field? 
I think they can seep into uh, his on-field performance. You know, for me, to me, his whole thing is how he is, um, his image is interpreted by the public. I think that's really his main priority, and uh, he didn't look good this week. So to be able to bounce back, you come out and you play well against the Lions. He showed up with that pin on today to try to make amends. Um, and uh, with a good performance today, maybe that helps put things um, behind him, certainly with his own fan base. But, uh, you know, you talk about the on-field performance. Up until last week, I kind of called him out last week, and he uh, shoved it in my face by playing so well against the terrible Patriots defense. But entering that week, he had, uh, I believe, a lower quarterback rating than Brock Osweiler did last year. And, of course, this is a much smaller sample size, but Osweiler was essentially out of the league. Now he's a backup for the Broncos. But it just speaks to uh, how poorly. I thought Cam was playing to start the year prior to last week, and now he has a tough test in this Lions secondary. They got some very good underrated weapons in that secondary um, with two talented corners and a good safety as well. And so I'm not sold on the Lions, but they are the home team today. Uh, they play better at home, and they've been forcing a lot of turnovers this year. So look out for Cam Newton. Um, if he doesn't take care of the football, they'll be in trouble. What, 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 uh, how do you view right now the the Panthers, they were a Super Bowl team. Then they were awful last year. They they did a lot to try to get better this year. Do you think they're back to a point in an NFC that I would argue is fairly wide open right now? If you look at a, a division like the NFC East, where you can argue Philly or maybe Washington is the best team in it. Uh, the North, which is wide open. The South, which is probably Atlanta, especially with Tampa's recurring problems. Um and then the West, where I have no idea who the best team out there is. I mean, you could argue the best team um, could be the Rams. I, I know Seattle probably record-wise has it, but you could argue the Rams are probably the best division, sorry, the best team out there. It's a pretty wide-open conference. Uh, it is, and that's what I was kind of alluding to earlier about you know whether the Packers are the best team in the North. You, know, you, you can't pick your poison. I don't think any of them are overly impressive at this point, and that includes the Panthers. I know they're uh, with three and one, and as Bill Parcells would say, you are what your record says you are, but I'm still not impressed with them. They had a good win. Anytime you beat the Patriots in New England, uh, that's a good win, but you know the Patriots have a lot of uh, problems right now, and the week prior, the Panthers were embarrassed against the Saints, and Cam Newton was pulled because of his performance in that game, so uh, I'm still not sold on them. Today could go a long way. If you go in Detroit, you beat a fellow three and one team on the road. That's a big win, especially with the off-field distractions this week, however small or big they may have been for the Panthers. Then maybe I'll start to come around. But uh, I know they're 3-1, and one, but, but I think they still have a, a little bit of a, a ways to go. Um, we now move to the American Football Conference, uh, which I know you've been waiting to do. Uh, Kansas City, Houston, I'm telling you, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson is something special. The Texans are 2-2, two and two, and I think they may win this football game tonight. I'm telling you, I really like this football team. Uh, I'm with you. I, I have one of my best friends is a Titans fan, and he'll tell you that I've been on the Texans bandwagon the last couple of years driving him crazy. And unfortunately, I listened to him last week and picked the Titans to win um, because he's saying, you know, the Titans make it 12 wins this year. Like, they could be in the AFC Championship, yada, yada, yada. The Texans absolutely embarrassed them. That was a huge win for Houston. Deshaun Watson looked excellent, much better than a rookie in his whatever third start it was. Um, so I, I like Houston tonight. Kansas City, I think, uh, is one of the best teams in the league, if not the best at this point. Um, but in this matchup, I do like Houston at home. And for Deshaun Watson, it'll be probably his biggest test at this point in terms of the defense he's going up against. So I'm excited to see how he fares. But I really like this Houston team. Um, you know, the Chiefs, 
Don't you feel like the Chiefs of this team that'll go probably thirteen and three, twelve and four in the regular season, and then losing in the first round or something in the playoffs? I'm I'm just not convinced about this Chief Chiefs team. We've talked about Kareem Hunt. I know he's really good. I'm not convinced. Yeah, and that's been Alex Smith's resume. I mean, he's he's got a phenomenal quarterback record. He puts up great, great numbers in the regular season, and then come the postseason, he gets. It seems like he tenses up. He's afraid to throw it downfield at all. I mean, he has that reputation, but when you watch him in the regular season, I mean, he will throw it down the field a little bit. Um, in the in the playoffs, he looks like an entirely different quarterback. Like he's just scared out there. And now this year, you know, he's he's playing for his job, so maybe he'll be motivated to come the postseason and. and play to keep his job, but that remains to be seen. He seems to be a better regular season quarterback. Uh, do, do you know what happens today if the Jets win and the Bengals win? Uh, well, the Jets somehow will be over 500. I know that. They'll be in first place in, in the American Football Conference Eastern Division. How about that? I think they are going to win. What a bizarre year this has been, and now the, the Jets take on the Browns. Uh, look, the offense has been decent, and in the last two weeks, they go, they impress. The defense last week was able to get a stand when they needed it. Uh, the defense improved two weeks ago against Jacksonville. Played much better last week against, um, sorry, not against Jacksonville. They, they played better against uh, whoever I saw them beat. As you can see, Luke, when, when your team is, is unexpectedly good, you forget things more easily. Were you at the Miami game? Yes. Uh, no. Uh, thank you. Uh, yes. We saw Miami. <laughs> then, then they beat Jacksonville last week. Jeez. I'm telling you, Luke, when you're unexpectedly good, you forget things more easily. What can I say? I, I hear you. I told you when we started this, this season that I had him on five wins this year. I know, and I was stunned. I thought you were crazy. <laughs> And I think they get their third one today. But then the, the schedule gets a little bit tougher from here on out. But this is a, an excellent start for the Jets for a lot of different reasons, just to keep maybe some fans interested and to keep those in that building interested in the games as well, as opposed to starting out 0-5 and, and hearing about tanking. First of all, I, I'm going to say one fantasy note here. If you have any Miami players on your football team, I'm going to keep preaching this. Get them off your fantasy team because they're just <laughs> not good. The Miami offense, and you saw it last week in London, is just atrocious. <laughs> They're just an atrocious offensive football team, um, and and if if Jacksonville had had an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on on that overtime punt, uh, the Jets may not win that game. That game may end in a tie. You are right. The schedule does get tougher from here. Patriots, then Miami again, Atlanta, Buffalo, Tampa. Um, in Carolina, Kansas City. The schedule does get a little tougher, but the Jets are making it interesting, but potentially losing great draft picks, which we'll talk about on another time. Um, and for Cleveland, I'm curious to see about Deshaun Kaiser, but that's about it. I didn't. I, I thought that, that this would be a game we would be happily giving Cleveland in our losing for Rosen sweepstakes or whatever, but no. Yeah, the Browns are one and nineteen under Hugh Jackson. I mean, that's pitiful. I think they fall to one and twenty. It's it's not going to be good. It's time to move Luke to the end of our radio program. I know it's sad, but we have to do it. It's that time of the day. Uh, what is your game of the day? I'll go with the Packers Cowboys. I will also go with the Packers Cowboys and the two Sky Cams. Oh yeah, how can I forget? I know sleeper game. 
I'll say uh, the Rams beating the Seahawks. I'm with you on that. The game to watch golf during, I have a feeling you're going to say the same one as me. Uh, there's a, I think there's a few to pick. I'll say 49ers cool. I'm going to say Chargers-Giants, uh, which is a desperation game for the Giants. Safeway Open on Golf Channel. Can Phil Mickelson get his first win since the 2013 British Open? I think even you, a not-really-golf fan, would admit you would not expect a guy who's won the second-most tournaments in the modern era to have not won uh, in, th- in over four years. I'm a big fan, so I'm disappointed to hear this news. Yes. Uh, your Survivor game. Oh, I didn't even think of that. My Survivor game, I will go. And there's with, no good choices this week either. Let me say, I'm skimming the games right now. Oh boy, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go uh, Dolphins against the Titans without Mariota. If is he officially out? Uh, I don't know. Well, if he's out, that Either that's way. a good one. I will also go the Giants purely because I don't think the Giants are really that bad. Um, they just can't function correctly as a football team. And finally, your player to watch. My player to watch today will be Cam Newton for a handful of reasons. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I will not go that direction. I will go... Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to do something we normally don't do on this program, okay? Behind closed doors in the Tampa Bay special teams room. They've got some interesting kicking decisions to make. Yeah, and they better make a change in the next week. Yeah, so that's my room to watch this week. Uh, Luke, thanks as always, sir. My, My pleasure. Enjoy your football Sunday, everybody.